What is up, you guys? I hope you're having an amazing, incredible day. Welcome back to the Happy Bod Squad Pod. It's your girl, Coach Coco here, and I have the wonderful, the amazing, the ever so knowledgeable <laughs> Coach Alana. And as you know, on Wednesdays, we listen to the pod. And today, we're actually doing a little bit of a different type of episode. And we're going to talk about how your environment affects your health. And we're talking all about feng shui and how it improves your health. So Coach Alana, what the heck is feng shui? How does it improve our health? Like what even inspired you to talk about this topic today? Yeah. So this is actually a topic that I think is super cool. I'm really excited to talk about it today. Um, I'm actually moving in a few weeks. So it got me thinking of how I want to set up my new home environment, specifically my home office, because I spend so much time in my day in the office, talking to clients, wanting to make sure that I'm setting like a positive atmosphere for myself um, so that I'm pouring into my work with positivity. So basically what it is, it's actually an ancient Chinese practice that provides strategy strategies to increase the flow of positive energy, balance, and peace in your environment. Mm. So it's really cool because the way it does this is actually by focusing on the way you arrange furniture or how you set up your space. And the, pra the practice actually focuses on yin and yang. So two things that are opposite, but also complementary, hmm. right? So there's actually a belief with feng shui that when yin and yang are in balance, energy is improved and any negative energy is kept away, which I think is really cool. So when it comes to setting up your space and practicing feng shui and putting it into practice, it's cool because I think based on my research, personally, it involves a combination of many of the elements. So elements that can change the flow of positive energy. And hmm. Feng Shui itself actually translates to wind and water, which also means good health. Um, so like I said, I've read about this previously, but more recently, I'm really trying to put it into practice the best way I can. So I'm setting my environment up for success. Interesting. Okay, cool. So with the move coming up, you're really thinking about how do I set myself up for health outside of the traditional sense, right? Of like move my body, eat the foods, drink the water. And I think looking at health as a multi-dimensional, less traditional avenue is so important as well, because I cannot tell you how many people I know or people that I talk to that are like, I don't understand I'm exercising five times a week and I eat super healthy. Why do I feel like crap all the time? Why do I feel tired? Why do I feel drained? And one of the things that I usually ask is number one, how are your relationships, friendships, romantic family? Number two, like what's your environment? Like in the first place, do you feel relaxed? Do you feel soothed? Do you feel nurtured in these other areas? And the feng shui of your environment is a huge piece of that. And so what are like the different emotions or feelings? Like how does this really affect us on a more biological, psychological level? 
Well, it's really interesting. And going back to your last point, it's just, it's so crazy how everything connects. And I don't think you really believe it until you step back and really look at all different areas of your life and notice how each one trickles into the next. And environment, home environment, work environment, relationships, those all play such a huge factor into our life and how everything's coming together because each is a different puzzle piece, right? And they're all coming together and connecting. But um, for myself, like I'm actually very minimal and mm-hmm. silly, silly enough, I get a heavy chest when there's too much clutter. Like mm-hmm. I just don't like clutter. I'm a clean freak. I clean everything. I keep everything super minimal and I don't keep too much around or at least things that I know I don't need. Um, okay. after cleaning or clearing a room, it's honestly like an overwhelming sense of calm. And mm-hmm. that feeling is actually feng shui. Um, so clutter is said to be more of a negative obstacle that can be fixed in order to promote the flow of natural energy. So more positivity, um, based on that clear and lighthearted feeling. Um, it's honestly even rooted in psychology with the belief that leaving a room cluttered actually leaves the brain feeling frustrated, anxious, and overwhelmed, which I've personally experienced myself. Absolutely. Myself included. But it's so interesting because I feel like we can get used to a mess and we can get used to clutter because our brain, as you know, our brain deletes, distorts, and generalizes things because it's only able to process so many bits of piece, bits of information on any given moment. Um, so you might have, you know, 10 things on your desk and you kind of just learn not to see them. And then someone else can come over and be like, oh my God, it's so cluttered. And you can be like, what are you talking about? And then you blink and you go, oh, wow, I didn't realize that. And what you're not realizing is that like subconscious level of stress. It's very similar. Actually, I feel like to what we talked about on a previous podcast, Um, Or I guess Rio and I just talked about this, about invisible stressors. And one of them was just like messiness in your environment. And this is just going to allow us to dive even deeper into that. So now that we know sort of like what it is and why it's important, it's like, how do we begin to utilize this? Like, what do we actually do to improve our health and environment? There's a few different ways. So I'm going to list four today and I'll go through them slowly. I won't, uh, I won't get you guys overwhelmed, but basically the basic points to each and first and foremost, it, it actually may improve your focus. So simple tasks like cleaning out old spaces can improve mental clarity. I'm sure we've all done those spring cleaning or going through our old closet, clothes in our closet, or just cleaning things out of our dresser drawer. So, mm-hmm. um, doing like a whole clean out, arranging your workspace um, based on feng shui to actually arrange your workspace to face east or north can actually improve energy needed for concentration, which I found very cool. Um, And also I've learned that your back should avoid facing the door as that is uh, Uh actually said to invite negative energy. So creating more of an open concept space where you're facing the room rather than your back facing the door. Interesting. As we laugh about the back or your back facing. Yeah. <laughs> I need um, to things up. <laughs> yeah. Well, we will in your new place when yeah. you do get the amazing opportunity to move. Okay. And are there other things? Yeah. So the, 
The second would be sleep quality, actually. So we, we talk about sleep so often here in the program, how important good quality sleep is. And it's very essential. So feng shui actually provides more of a calming environment through the arranging of your furniture and photos and even adding some new pieces. So when you declutter your space, you help declutter your mind, which actually can help promote more restful sleep. And cool. when it, it's really cool, because also when it comes to like pieces or um, pieces of furniture, things that you decorate your house with, like geometric shapes or earth-like colors, for example, kind of help oh. you feel more grounded, uh, okay. which I find really interesting. Um, that would make sense. This whole like clean girl, neutral aesthetic, right? Mm -hmm. Why everyone seems to be redecorating their house, uh, myself included, to these like tans, whites, neutrals, blacks, these like very earthy tones. Because mm -hmm. I mean, I've definitely looked at those and I have felt like very grounded and calm. And it's so funny to see how much style and trends have shifted because I feel like 10 years ago it was all about like bright colors and lots of florals and lots of patterns and blues and greens and bright whites and just like all these different things then there was this phase of like everything was white right kitchen countertops kitchen yeah. cabinets kitchen backsplashers like white and the floors white, 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 white and then um I had a friend one of my closest friends Janelle who's actually a confidence coach she and her husband are remodeling their kitchen right now. And she was telling me, she was like, yeah, I wanted to do like the white on white on white kitchen. And she was like, but my interior just decorator said that we couldn't do that, that we had to add in colors and neutrals and greens and blacks. <laughs> and then and I told her she was crazy, but then she put it together and I was like, this looks so nice. And I was like, that is so funny how now it really is about adding in those like natural organic tones. Yeah. Um, well, very cool. So that's the second one. Is there more? Yeah, I have two more, uh, cool. so three, and this is actually going to connect with my previous podcast on cortisol. So it mm -hmm. actually may reduce and improve your emotional well-being. Um, because when the level of cortisol is too high, and as we know, uh, that's the main stress hormone in the body, it could actually affect your mental and emotional health, including your mood and energy. Uh, so practicing feng shui can be grounding and working to make your environment more peaceful. Um, huh. Like I mentioned, like with earthy tones and keeping you grounded, it actually relies heavily on nature and plants, which have also been shown to improve emotional health by reducing stress levels. So if you like to have plants or even a garden or flowers or things that you like to incorporate in your home, like that's like the new it girl thing too. buy yeah. yourself flowers, right? Take yourself, uh -huh. go to a farmer's market, get yourself fresh flowers, like bring that energy into your home, a fresh floral, earthy type of grounding um, element into your space. So that yeah. can definitely help re reduce stress and improve your emotional well-being too. Definitely agree. It's plant girl summer. Um, yeah. <laughs> I think I really got to get into the plants as opposed to freshly cut flowers. Um, you can't see because you're listening to this podcast, but I'm like looking off to the side of these beautiful hydrangea arrangement. I went to Trader Joe's. I went to Trader Joe's. I needed three things. I left with four grocery <laughs> bags and four bunches of flowers. Four. 
Okay, well, it was four because it was like, it was like two bunch, because each hydrangea bunch, I think, only had like three stems to it. So I got two of those because oh. I was like, what am I going to do with three stems? Mm-hmm. And then I wanted to get like little like eucalyptus accessory things to go around it to make it look like really put together. And I had to get two because they only had like three stems in each of those. So yeah, so it's four bunches of flowers to create one bouquet because I've also somehow wound up in the rabbit hole specifically TikTok is so niched down that not only am I just on like flower like floral TikTok it's specifically Trader Joe's mm-hmm. floral arrangement TikTok and it's not even like tell your boyfriend to go buy these flowers it's go to t- to Trader Joe's buy these flowers for yourself here's how to arrange them and it's like it's so niched down and I was telling coach Rio about this the other day and she and I was lamenting my dying hydrangeas, which literally lasted 48 hours before they started to wilt. 48 hours. Um, and she was like, Well, you know what flowers last forever? Sunflowers. And I was like, Oh, that's interesting. It kind of goes against my neutral girl aesthetic because the hydrangea, they're bright green and sunflowers are bright orange. And yeah. I was like, okay, okay, sure enough. I go to open up TikTok like an hour later. And I get fed Trader Joe's make your own floral arrangement sunflower edition. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh man, this is the weirdest thing ever. So I think I just got to get into plants though, so that they don't die two days after um, I get them because this is just, this is not the vibe that we're going for. Um, it's probably bad feng shui to have dead flowers on your desk. <laughs> Um, little succulents are good. They're very minimal. They're small. Um, I think you just have to keep them um, hydrated, just like yourself, <laughs> but not, not too much maintenance from my past experience with them. Cool. Okay. So succulents, those are the only safe flowers, plants for Jen to have. <laughs> um, amazing. Okay. And so now we've got three of our ways to feng shui. What is number four? This is the coolest one for me. It actually might improve your eating habits. Mind blown. So utilizing color in strategic ways is how feng shui supports your workspace or your home or your environment. Hmm. And the color blue has shown to lower blood pressure and heart rate. Yes which is so cool. And the principles of feng shui actually say that eating from blue plates can help you eat more mindfully. So something we focus on in such depth here in the program. Um, Also, like I mentioned prior, eating, um, sorry, incorporating earth-like shapes and colors can actually help calm your space. So if you have a calm space and you're eating off a blue plate, it actually might signify yourself to eat more mindfully, slowly, in more balance. Um, so that's super cool. And then also in um, in comparison um, with your kitchen. So like removing kitchen clutter, that's another way to practice feng shui. So really having like a nice clean kitchen, cooking and dining in an energy-based and balanced environment can actually still reduce stress and keeping your eating habits in check. Hmm. That's really interesting. I've heard about the psychology of colors and the different ways that they can like elicit specific like emotions or feelings. Um, but I've never thought about how it would affect our food and our eating habits yet. Mm -hmm. It makes so much sense. 
right? And it's so funny because now I'm, I'm picturing the ladies of the Happy Bond Squad like listening to this and all going out and buying like blue plates. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I feel like we should just like add, make an Amazon storefront. Here's all the dining wear that will reduce cortisol and minimize mindless eating and mindless snacking. Actually, welcome to Jen's gym, which has now also become a home decor hub yeah. <laughs> for all of our girlies who want to not only uh, get in shape, uh, they want to feng shui their home at the same time, which would really honestly just be the combination of the two things that I love most, which is helping women with their health and home decor. I have often yeah. joked if I wasn't a coach, I would probably do some type of like interior design, interior decorator, um, and whatnot. So that's actually pretty funny. Um, so for our clients, like listening to this being like, okay, this sounds really cool, but I do feel a little bit overwhelmed. Maybe I don't have the budget to buy all new dishware or to reorganize my entire home, redecorate, refurnish. Like what are the, just like those first couple of baby steps in a positive direction? Yeah. And just know, just like with anything else, you can go slow, start with baby steps, Basically, the whole idea is planning your environment in an intentional way, right? So you actually might feel calmer, clearer, and more empowered by just starting by simply rearranging your space, right? Listen to your intuition, try something new. You actually might surprise yourself um, with what new positive feelings actually might come out of changing your environment or rearranging a few things in your space. That will yep. actually ripple out into other areas in your life, which I think is so cool. Going back to how everything's its own puzzle piece, yet also connected, you can see how mm. this change actually might progress into other areas of your life. Yeah, absolutely. It's like taking those baby steps, like maybe just focusing on decluttering, right? And if you're like me and you have emotional attachments to certain things, or you just feel insanely guilty about uh, but I spent $20 on this wooden box from home goods <laughs> and I don't want to get rid of it. Um, something that helps me is when I'm decluttering, uh, which happens quite frequently because I have accumulated quite a bit of clutter uh, from my young ripe age. <laughs> it, I'll take things that I'm actively not using and put them in a box and put that box in a specific area of my home. Mm -hmm. If I do not go back to that box in the next either six or 12 months time, if I don't use that thing in a year and I don't think about it in a year, I don't think I'm going to miss it. So yeah. that's usually my method is put it in a box, leave it there for a year. If I don't touch it, it's time to let it go and let someone else enjoy it. Totally. Cool. Okay. Amazing. Well, is there anything else that um, you want to talk about today in terms of feng shui or space? Yeah, honestly, my biggest tip is just get started, right? Switch things up, see how you feel, see what emotions or feelings might come from just shifting your desk from one side of the room to the other, mm. or um, based on your living room, for example, your co your couches, switch those up, right? Switch things up a bit. Like when you're a kid and you you find like so much excitement with changing your room yeah, around. Room, yes. <laughs> <laughs> like get excited, do something like that. Just see what positive feelings come from it and go from there. Cool. I love that. I used to, yeah, always re redecorate, <laughs> reorganize my room as a kid. And it was never at like a reasonable hour. You know, it was never like, four o'clock in the afternoon or like 11 a.m. on a Saturday. It was always like, it's 2 a.m. 
Yeah. <laughs> on a yeah. Tuesday. And I think now would be the appropriate time to reorganize mm -hmm. all the furniture in my room or like repaint the walls, right? And paint each wall a different color. Like that would have been good for my room replay. It's shown you guys what my room looked like. <laughs> uh, anyways, okay. Well, this was absolutely amazing. Thank you so much, Alana, for sharing how we can all make our homes a little bit more zen to physically improve our physical health. Um, I appreciate you so stinking much. Thank you so much for your time. And squad, if you're listening and you enjoyed this episode, let Coach Alana know. Send her a message, send her a DM, post about it in Slack. Let us know, post photos of your new reorganized, redecorated rooms. Bonus points if you do them in the wee hours after midnight. I appreciate you, ladies. Thanks for <laughs> joining us today. And always, always, always remember, squad, that the best is yet to come. <laughs>